eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're going to help you set your week two lineups next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers, and I'm here to ask Keith Cummings some start-sit questions for week two, because that's the nice thing about this job. I get to ask the actual experts uh, who they would start and we'll go position by position today. But first, Heath, how are you viewing Josh Palmer for Thursday's game against the Chiefs with Keenan Allen ruled out with that hamstring injury? I'm viewing him as the number two wide receiver in the offense. I'm viewing him as a number three wide receiver in fantasy. I think there is significant risk and upside in this matchup. Hopefully, Justin Herbert doesn't throw the ball 31 times again. And hopefully, he doesn't just throw it four <laughs> times to every player on his team. But my expectation is somewhere in the 7 to 10 target range for Mike Williams and somewhere in the 6 to 8 target range for Josh Palmer. Yeah, Palmer did have 17.6 PPR points in the one game he played without Keenan Allen last season. The game wasn't actually as impressive as that total makes it sound because he did score a touchdown. It was five catches on six targets for 66 yards. That's fine. You'll take that uh, mm-hmm. even if he doesn't score a touchdown. But you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily viewing him as a must-start guy. At all. No, I not a must start, but he's right more a that, wide receiver four for me. He's more in the juju range for me, but I, it's wide receiver three. There's a hundred yeah. of them. That's, that's true. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to position by position. I'm going to just ask you two players. You tell me who you'd rather start and why. We'll start with quarterback. How about Derek Carr versus Arizona this week or Aaron Rodgers versus Chicago? Both coming off weirdly ineffective games, although Carr was much better than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Who would you rather start out of those two? Yeah, I am going to go with Derek Carr. Um, They're within a half a point in my projections, so I don't actually care that much. But there's at least a small chance that what we saw from the Packers in week one is just that their offense isn't as good without Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers isn't as good. Um, there's also a chance that he's just the number two quarterback from this point forward, just like he was in 2020 after or 2021, after he started the season as QB 35 in week one. Um, <laughs> they're both low end starting quarterbacks. I would actually start both over Tom Brady this week, but I'd prefer Carr over Rogers. I actually have both ranked over Tom Brady as well. Um, they're both like 10 and 11. So yep. for me, they're, they're separated by a quarter of a point in my projection. So. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hem the line even more than you Let's move on to running back. And I think you're starting both of these guys probably, but who would you rather start right now? AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones? I'm still going with Aaron Jones. Um, they're both top 15 running backs for me this week and full PPR. I didn't like the fact that Aaron Jones only got five carries. It bugged me, 
but they've talked all offseason about how he's their best offensive player, and A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon's their second-best offensive player, so I just expect they're going to give him the ball more. He actually led the team in route participation. Yep. He's going to get more targets than he did last week. He's going to get more carries than he did last week, and the Bears are not very good. I don't think. I don't think. We'll Remember see. last year, Aaron Jones only had, I believe, five carries and two targets in week one last year. So this is kind of becoming a trend. So hopefully, mm-hmm. I think he still ended up RB9 for the season as a whole. So hopefully that you know turns around like it did. I- I'm with you. I think Aaron Jones is, should be ranked higher than A.J. Dillon still. I'm not ready to make that leap. Let's move on to wide receiver. And uh, Christian Kirk had a very good week one. He was, I believe, top 10 in air yards among all wide receivers. He had, what, 12 targets. He was clearly Trevor Lawrence's number one option. Would you rather start him over DK Metcalf at this point? I would, and I don't know if that says more about Kirk or Metcalf, but I love the fact that Kirk was just the clear number one wide receiver on the team. It is a more difficult matchup this week against the Colts and Kenny Moore, Um, Mm -hmm. so that will be interesting to see if it holds over. But I just I don't have very much confidence. I'm just ranking DK Metcalf as a top 30 wide receiver because he's so amazing. <laughs> um, I, I, I know that he's probably not going to average five yards per catch again, but he's also probably not going to catch 100% of his targets again either. I think he's somewhere in that wide receiver three discussion with Josh Palmer and Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd, re, I'd start Metcalf over both of them, but Kirk's a number two for me this week. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Kirk's number two for me. Uh, DK Metcalf, he's 29 for me. So, yeah, I think there's a, a little bit of separation between them. And then let's get a couple tight ends out here. Who would you rather start? Gerald Everett on Thursday coming off a yeah, solid game, three catches, 56 yards and a touchdown, but no Keenan Allen for that one. Or Pat Fryermuth, who led all tight ends in, I believe he led all tight ends in targets per route run. I think he led all tight ends in just targets. Uh, and was top three in air yards, I believe. So Gerald Everett or Pat Fryermuth for week two? You are not going to like my reasoning behind this one because I know how you feel about defense versus tight end. But there are a couple of defenses that it's been like five years running now, and one of those are the Patriots. Um, So I'm going to go with Gerald Everett over Pat Fryermuth. The the Patriots have been really, really tough against tight ends, and this game has an over-under of 40 (laughs) <laughs> Gerald Everett playing in a game with an over-under of 54. I think that means it's more likely that Gerald Everett scores a touchdown than Pat Frymuth, especially with no Keenan Allen. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, like, Frymuth, it was nice to see him get so involved. I think the the two biggest plays by the Steelers were both by tight ends, but I just I feel like that could just be a bad offense, and especially against New England. It, it's not so much like New England's been good against tight ends. New England's just been good on defense. Right. So I'm, I'm not... Super worried about, you know, the the specifics of that matchup. It's just that New England's probably a tougher matchup than Kansas City. So oh, I agree one, with you there. One, undeniably, I think across all, all positions. Yeah, so I agree with you there. That's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of Thursday Night Football. We'll be taking your questions live on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fantasy football. Today we'll be live for about half an hour after that Thursday night football game to answer some questions. So make sure you tune in for that. We'll see you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 